Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. So we're going to be talking about Louis C.K. If you're not familiar with Louis C.K., he is a stand-up comedian. He was born September 12th, 1967, making him 52 years old. He was born in Washington, D.C. He is a stand-up comedian, a television actor, and a film actor. Um, he is a, an American-Mexican that's right. He he has freckles and he's white. He's a ginger. He's a ginger American Mexican. Um, so I found out about Louis C.K. Uh, from watching a couple stand-up specials and from people talking about Louis C.K. and uh, friends referring him. And, you know, he was known um, as the stand-up comedian that if you took a soundbite out of his special you would be horrified because out of context, his jokes are so extreme and so crazy that you would think he is a monster. But when you listen to the full special, you realize that he's just human and he's really, really, really funny. Um, and the way that he would layer in just the most insane shit with humor was perfect. I just absolutely loved listening to his stand-up. Um, and he slowly rose um, to the top of the heap um, in stand in the stand-up world. Um, as far as I know, as a listener, there can only be one Highlander. Um, literally, there can only be one. And it's not like there's one and only, but there can only be one at the top, meaning that when one becomes super famous, super successful, all the rest <clears throat> are just waiting. They're waiting like a like a little tree waiting for the, the 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 massive tree to fall so it can get the sunlight it needs to grow to become that giant tree. And Louis C.K. fell. He fell hard. And from from my perspective, um, this is what I've come to understand just from listening and reading articles. Um, there was <clears throat> there was some uh, hashtag Me Too stuff that was going to come out on Louis C.K. Um, it was pretty dark, and he decided to take a stand and come out first. So he he you know hashtag Me Too the hashtag Me Too movement in a sense. And he came out and he said that he did some um, inappropriate stuff, um, sexual misconduct and whatnot. Um, and from what I've understood, he would ask women, whether it be like, you know, in a work setting, meaning at a comedy store, or whether it be in a hotel room or whatever it may be, he would ask women to watch him masturbate. And if they said no, then he would let him go. There was no like constraint. There was no confinement. Um, and a few stand-up comedian females have come forward and said that they thought it was a joke or they went along with it because they thought it was, um, you know, 
something that he needed, blah, blah, blah. Um, when you hear it, though, it comes across as extremely creepy and extremely weird. And it makes you <clears throat> remember some of the stuff from his stand-up specials, mainly the parts where he's talking about masturbation. And you, you realize that there was more to the humor and the what we thought was somewhat fictional than we probably could even ever understand. And it makes you kind of creeped out. You're like, okay, I was... I was listening to this guy who was making me laugh, but on the other hand, he, you know, is kind of a creep, you know, and that's kind of what he portrayed in his stand-up special. And so everyone is right now wondering, you know, can we let Louis C.K. come back? Can he come back to the stage? Are we going to go and watch him? Is he going to be allowed to make a stand-up special? Um, who's going to who's going to, um, you know, host his special, where's it going to air? What, what network, what app? Um, and so everyone's questioning, like, can he, can he make a comeback? And I don't know. I mean, this is one of those things where on one hand you're like, you know, he didn't physically rape people. He wasn't drugging women and raping them. He, you know, wasn't like trapping them in hotel rooms and masturbating on plants. Um, he was doing a, a very weird thing that I personally, I think he, it's like, dude, you could have overcome that. That's, that's a, you know, you, you could have just paid some, someone who's willing. I don't know. I mean, it just, it seems very strange. Um, so, you know, there's been a lot of outrage from, uh, you know, actresses and, and other stand-up comedians, um, who are like, basically fuck Louis CK. Like he's a monster. That's what they're saying. So those people who say that, I wonder, do they know more than we do? Um, we meaning <clears throat> the, the casual observer of this tragedy that's unfolding or this, you know, horror story that's unfolding. Um, but, you know, it, it really, it really sheds a light on humanity and on people, you know, and people who get, um, power or they get, um, an edge up over other people, weird shit like this comes out. You know, if, if Louis CK was working at an office, you know, nine to five and going home to, you know, his two cats and his wife, um, there's no way he would be approaching women and saying, hey, can I masturbate in front of you, you know, until I ejaculate? There's no way. There's no way that would happen. So it, it's this weird thing where with money, power, and fame, people do weird shit. Like it just, it like, it messes with their minds. It's like the deepest corners of their minds start to creep into the into the foreground and they start to look at it like, Oh, maybe, maybe this is something I could do. Um, so I don't know. I mean, personally, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that if he does release a Netflix special or a Hulu special or something, I will, I'll watch it because I want to see, you know, did this break him? Is he broken? 
is he funny is he not funny these are the things that i'm interested in you know um he he basically was between like 2000 and um 16 going into 2017 he was the top comedian like literally the top he was the funniest he was doing things that other people weren't doing um and then this then this came out and you know he lost movie deals he's lost millions of dollars he's not worked in years so you know for someone who was living a lifestyle of you know a, a multimillionaire which is what these guys are um i'm not saying he's not that anymore but you know if you lose your job for 4 years 3 years no 4 years <clears throat> then uh yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of lost money so the headlines right now are ringing out you know do we trust Louis CK can he come back is this going to work you know and I don't know I mean I think that that as much as what he did was was horrible we we kind of I don't know we kind of have to watch it it's kind of like um it's kind of like a, a train wreck you know is coming and you're like all right whatever I'll, I'll pitch a tent right here next to the tracks. So I'll get my, I'll get my lawn chair out, and and we'll just see. We'll see the the carnage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he's gonna in his stand-up special, he's gonna do a tell-all. You know, maybe the jokes are gonna be um, related, and you're you're gonna get you know more info on what actually happened. Um, I don't believe there was any like court, uh, drama that went along with this. So I don't think there was like, um, any sort of, um, anything like that, that happened, which, you know, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, not to go, not to go off topic or go onto another tangent, but you look at Kevin Hart and, he once Louis C.K. fell like a little tree, he rose to the top and became the top comedian. He he pursued um, and and I think he beat Eddie Murphy's record of how many people he could fill in a stadium and do a stand-up special with. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he did beat or he tied Eddie Murphy. Um, this all happened around the time when Louis C.K. fell. Um, and then of course what happened to Kevin Hart, he got fucking me too you know, he got a whole bunch of shit come at him and now people are pulling up his past and they're saying, you know, you, you're, you, you know, you're homophobic and all this stuff and you, you made tweets, um, and you have a, you know, an old standup special where you're homophobic and it's like, I think that, you know, in his defense, I think that people were just homophobic back when he was homophobic, if that makes sense. And like the culture was laughing at these kind of jokes. So, you know, when you go back in time, yeah, it, it seems horrible. But if you were living in that moment and you were watching his stand-up special and you were in the audience, you were laughing. And, you know, 
the reason why people were laughing was they didn't know the hurt. They didn't know the problem. They didn't know the intensity of the jokes. Now we're shining a light on on words and actions, you know, and we're saying your words and your actions have to be cleaned up. And, you know, for the good or for the bad. I mean, some of it is just out rage and ridiculousness and some of it is really really good words you know I personally know that I'm very aware of my words I'm very aware of you know words that you just you don't need to use anymore you know like the R word um, or the F word I'm not talking about fuck um, and not that I use those things all the time but you know back in the early 2000s, you know, South Park and, and culture was just like, yeah, these are words that you use, go at them, you know, no one's going to bat an eye at you, you're the minority, you're the, the, the pop culture, go for it, you know, we, we were raised on Eminem, um, and so I think that just like society and culture changes in terms of learning that's really all we do as humans is we learn we're just a constant learning machine so to say that kevin hart of 2020 is the kevin hart of 2010 is insane because he is a comedian and the comedian mind basically just filters out or, or condenses the the society into a joke form and it, and talks about what's going on. So to to hear a comedian and to attack them for their words is crazy because society has made them made them, you know, the way that they are. Um but uh yeah. Okay, um I think that's going to be the end of this podcast. Um, like I said, I'll definitely be watching his special. Not that I'll be a super fan. Um, and I think that, I don't know. I, I think maybe he has the ability to, to make a comeback, but I don't think he'll ever be the same because the Louis CK of, of the past was this like innocent father type who, you know, was raising his two daughters and now the Louis C.K. of 2020 is trying to masturbate in front of women. Okay. All right. Once again, I thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. This is an ad for Meaning of Lucas. Meaning of Lucas is a podcast that you are obviously listening to. And I, Lucas, would thank you so much if you supported me in any way. Um, you can go to Patreon and support me. Uh, there's a link on my page. Um, or you could also go to Anchor and support me there. Um, any amount would help, um, whether it's a monthly or yearly or just a single donation. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, 
I'm just trying to increase my my quality and and make my episodes better so that you guys get better. <laughs> so yeah, it would be amazing if you guys you know supported me in any way. So that's it. That's my ad. Um, I thank you so much once again, like always, for for listening, lending me your ears, and I love you guys. <laughs>